Welcome back to the Get and Grit Podcast. I am Brad Pohl, your host, and this is where we tell the stories of sinners and saints. There are men and women who have TV shows who consider themselves both wise and funny, while their breaking news seems to be posted directly from the bathroom walls. While men and women of high office put on God's kingdom like a plastic Halloween mask and think this gives them some new kind of identity. But in the book of Psalms, we hear of an ancient children's story. Every year, the ruler of the kingdom would gather all the young boys of a certain age to accomplish their path to manhood. Manhood is something that must be accomplished out in the kingdom, and the boys had not reached the maturity to leave the security of their caves and enter the gates into the kingdom yet. In the kingdom, the spirit of each boy, from his toughness to his brightness, would be searched out, so much so that the king would know when the boy was going to sit down and when he would rise up. The king was so good at this, some would say that he could perceive their thoughts from afar. Some of the boys became very close to the king before they entered the kingdom because he would enter their caves at their parents' request and talk to them individually. These boys even said of the king that before a word was ever on their tongue, he knew it because the king secured their safety from front to back and laid his hand upon them. The boys didn't understand how the king was so wise. His wisdom was too high to understand. The young girls were treated much the same. The king would gather all the girls of a certain age to accomplish their path to womanhood out in the kingdom after they had left the security of their caves as well, where the king would search their spirit. And each girl, her toughness, her brightness, and from her empathy to her passion, for girls are much different than boys. The king's spirit and presence is everywhere inside the caves, the children say, that is before they entered the kingdom. If I went up to the highest surface, he is there. If I slept in the lowest corner of my deep, he was there. If I rose in the morning sun, if I settled on the far side of my domain, I believe that even there his hand would be with me. His strength would hold me fast. I could not hide in the dark or the light, for they are both as light to the king. Therefore, children hold in great honor the very thoughts of the king in their caves, because he seems to know all things, as many as are the sand of the sea. But there are men and women in the village, wicked men and women, deceived in their hearts, who come for the lives of the children. With knives for the sake of money, there is none more foul. Their stench has risen to the highest places outside the village also. Oh, how I wish, O king, you would do away with these bloodthirsty parasites. They seek so much evil against you, claiming solidarity with the crown, yet they misuse your name, O king. I hate those who hate you, O king. I abhor those who rise up against you. I have nothing but hatred for them. I count them my enemies. You have searched me through and through to know my heart and thoughts. If there is anything in me that falls short of grace, then return me, O king, to that grace. Your words, O king, are both psalm and proverb. For you have said that from the oldest of days that you will destroy those who speak falsehood. You would bore the bloodthirsty and the deceitful. And false witness will not go unpunished, and those who speak lies shall perish. Will I escape their foul stench, and will my brothers and sisters as well? Why this is allowed, I do not know. This, O king, 
Why must I leave your care? Why must, why must I go where I do not want to go? I want to stay near to you in my cave. They will hear my cries and not know my pain. My painful cries are for my departure from you because I must forget all that you have given me. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my cave. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I know that full well. And now I must go in search of you, out in the kingdom, and I am not sure which path to follow. Where will you be when I get lost? What if my father does not belong to your village? What will happen to me then? What if my mother cannot find my father because he has gotten lost outside the village, leaving us both alone? What will my mother do? What will happen to me? For I do not know my mother and father, yet they only know of me. They do not know me. And once I go to them, I will forget all that I have learned from you about love. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place of my cave. But your path will be hidden from me when I go out to the kingdom. Can you send a warrior to follow me and protect me? But how will I know them if I cannot see them clearly? I am so frightened, O king. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. If only I could read that book before I go. O king, please call out to me by my new name and help me to recognize your voice. There will be so many noises that will try to distract and confuse me. Please, O king, if you could only send that warrior to help me. Psalm 139 reads, O Lord, you have searched me and you know me. What if God was ever present to us in the womb, as he knitted us perfectly together to fit the life we were intended to live for him? And when we entered the world, it was as if we passed through the gates of Eden and we had to go in search of God again. But God was calling out to us in the journey hoping that we would hear his voice and find his path. But there were demons in the kingdom who tried to slaughter us before we could pass through those gates. But Jesus called to them, saying, Let the children come to me, and do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of God. Ain't it so? This is Gittin' Grit signing off. Blessings to you all. Dominus Vobiscum.